socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Just a heads up, don't forget, you can always text in to get that good good on the podcast. You know, text me your Q's and I'll give you the A's on the pod. I want to do a Q&A episode coming up, so be sure to text me all that good good. Text the word pod, P-O-D, to 1-313-251-1036. That's pod, P-O-D, to 1-313-251-1036. And you go straight in the podcast texting group where we can talk all that good-ish and ignore all that bad-ish, if you know what I'm saying. Also. Become a Patreon fan. That's right. Patreon.com slash Jodombrowski and you, Y-O-U, can get access to bonus episodes of the Social Studies Podcast. Yeah, that's right. You can get it if you become a Patreon fan. So we'll see you there. Today is the last day that I will be coming to you live from my parents' basement. Thank God. I'm just kidding. I do love them and I love spending time with them. But let me tell you what, what is it that happens when we get a little bit older, right? Like, I feel like they used to drive with me when I was 16 and just be totally fearful for their life. Well, now I drive with them in their 60s and I am fearful for mine. I'm just like, did y'all forget the rules of the road or do you just not care anymore? They literally drive like, eh, whatever. It's my turn now, Beshas. I just, I'm friggin' out. I'm friggin' out. But I feel like we brought you guys a lot of good content while I was here. I hope you liked it. Go on a Facebook or YouTube and see the When Your Kid's a Teacher video that I made with them. If you don't even watch the video, I don't care. Watch the bloopers. You get a real good dose of what the actual Ron and Fran Dombrowski are like. Let me tell ya. But it's been cute to film with them, to do things with them while I was home. We had nowhere to go, so we were just bored off our asses, so I just made them be the characters in all my videos. And I'm glad to be able to look back on all these memories. It's it's a gift. It's a blessing in disguise, if you will. Yo, our guest today, I'm so excited. Been following this guy since, like, the dawn of quarantine. And then we sort of slid into each other's DMs. We're like, hey, you're funny. Hey, you're funny. And uh, we became pretty good friends since then. Since even recording this podcast, we've became even better friends. Um, And I'm so excited for you to get to know him if you don't already, but you probably do because literally every video he posts goes viral. Without further ado, here's the Social Studies Podcast with Rod. Try to catch me howling at the moon. Super excited for this episode of the Social Studies Podcast because I have the king of nostalgia himself, the millennial TikTok wizard, Rod. What's up, Rod? Hello. It's great to be here. And by here, you mean me in Seattle, you in Chicago. Meet you in Seattle, me in Chicago. Seattle is my second favorite city, by the way. I'm not sure if you knew that. What's your first? Chicago. Oh, Seattle's your second favorite city. Seattle's my second favorite, yeah. I have nothing bad to say about Seattle in public. Love it. Yeah. In public. <laughs> <laughs> On your Twitter, uh, other... <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just, it's just, the truth is I don't have anything bad to say about it. It's just not home. And I don't, mm-hmm. I, I still, I don't connect to it like I do Detroit. That's it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're a min- Midwest boy at heart. Through and through. Are you yeah. from Chicago? I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. I'm not going to say suburb? I'm from Chicago. Oh, but, oh. Well, because if you say you're from Chicago and you're from the suburbs, 
the people who are actually from Chicago will like cut you. I used to teach in Schaumburg, so I oh, understand really? that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So you get it. No, I I used to live in I don't want to say Naperville, but like Naperville. It was Naperville. It was Naperville, unfortunately. But it was like the south side of Naperville, like Boingbrook for those familiar. So it wasn't super Naperville. But it's funny on TikTok, I feel like Naperville just gets roasted all the time. Roasted. Like people who don't even people who don't even live in Chicago are like, Oh, you're probably from Naperville. And I'm like, what? Like, how do you know? Yeah. Well, I will say this too. As a comic, there's a club Zanies. There's a bunch. Yes. There's Chicago. There's Nashville, which is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. But then there's Zanies Rosemont. And I'm constantly watching comics go to Rosemont. And they're like, women Chicago. And Chicago's like, you're in Rosemont. Rosemont. <laughs> that's like closer to Chicago than Naperville. So that's funny. It's wild. So yeah. what took you into the city? I'm a city boy. I like always growing up, whenever we had the chance to go to the city, I wanted to. Like my brother and I are polar opposites where he like, now he lives in like a small town in Minnesota and I'm like in the middle of the city. So like that matches our personalities really well. But yeah, I lived in Minneapolis and I went to school up there. And when I was up there, I loved being in a, like a bigger city, I guess you can say. So then when I moved home, I'm like, I can't move back to the suburbs. I have to live in the city. So are you a golden gopher? No, I'm not a golden gopher. I went to a smaller college there, but it was close to the U of M. So I was always on in Dinky Town and on the U of M campus. I know you do shows in Minneapolis, right? I just did. Yeah, I did. I've yeah. done, I've played Minneapolis twice over the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. I actually used to date a guy who was, who lived, who was a golden gopher. So I'm like mm-hmm. oddly familiar with all things Dinky Town and the saloon and the gay nineties and just all oh, of yeah. those, all of the Minneapolis bars, which is yeah. a <laughs> weird fact about me, but I love it. Fun city. Minneapolis is so fun. It's so like, um, just like all culture inclusive and like very unproblematic. Well, was very unproblematic, you know, and unfortunately (laughs) it came to different times this year, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's still a great city. And I, if I could, if something brought me back there, I wouldn't be mad. But as of right now, there's like nothing drawing me back. So did, okay. Uh, what I really like about your TikTok too, is you are talking a lot about being a millennial in like a working world. Mm-hmm. So did you move to Chicago for work, for a job? I did. Yeah. So I was a, um, actually before I moved, so I was a teacher, which I don't know if you knew that, but. <laughs> you did? I was getting, I would have it yeah, on my list yeah. of tea. <laughs> yeah. So you came to Chicago to teach first? No, I went to school to be a teacher. I started teaching and then my friend had a startup and he was, he's like, you're really charismatic. I wasn't really enjoying the school I was at. So he's like, I need you to, I need a salesperson. You should try selling. And so I did. And I ended up enjoying it and then took that and ran with it. So I have an education degree and some teaching under my belt, but I'm officially a salesperson now. I'm going to say this. Yay sales. I wish I could talk to you more about that, but we're going to dive into your teaching history. Great. Love I it. Need- Love it. What? Did you teach, you sneaky little snake? Well, you're going to love this. Oh, God. I taught social studies, secondary social studies. Oh, my God. (laughs) Podcast. This is insane. Secondary social studies. I was saving it for this. Yeah. Secondary education, social studies. Yeah. So you are a history guy. Absolutely. I went, I started as music, but then I got into music theory. And then I was like, I hate math. I had no idea how much math went into music theory and I just wasn't like grasping it. Like cognitively, I could not get a hold of music theory. So I'm like, well, what's next? Like who had an impact on me, of course, was my history teacher, obviously 
as everyone had an impactful history teacher in high school. And history's always interested me. So I went to social studies. Okay. But high school though. Secondary. So yeah, junior high, my teaching experience ended up being junior high, but I wanted to teach high school. Rod, let me tell you, I love you for that, but I could never. See, I liked my, I liked my student teaching experience in high school more than I did in junior high. Oh, oh, I especially couldn't do junior high. Were you a teacher or do you just like... Or do I or do I just fake being one? <laughs> no, I just know your following is a lot of teachers. So I didn't know if that no, just it like came with it. Um, I taught for 10 years, elementary school. And then I... So as you're well aware, teachers don't make any money. So we have to have second <laughs> jobs usually. So I was yes. a comic. So I was yeah. doing comedy. I at Starbucks. I get yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. So I was just like paying yes. the bills that way, like putting gas in my car and things like that. But yeah, I taught elementary school for 10 years. Wow, okay, great. Yeah. In, in Schaumburg? No. So I taught for okay. uh, one year in Chicago and then okay. um, the rest of it was Detroit and then a couple of years out here in Seattle. But Amazing. all elementary school, mainly in fourth grade, always wanted to teach kindergarten. But why I'm saying to you that I could never, like I would literally go from what I taught to maybe seniors in high school and I would have just skipped middle school and freshmen completely. Mm-hmm. Like like they smell oh, yeah. and I, it, it would take one high school girl, one eye roll and a bad attitude oh. <laughs> for me to yeah. just snap. Yeah, oh man. Yep. The attitudes with gets it. I think, so I got placed at a really good charter school. Oh, cool. Um, for my student teaching. And that was my favorite. I loved the high schoolers there, but then I ended up teaching junior high at that school, but it was like from sixth grade, they did Socratic discussion. So it was just like, I love Socratic seminars. Socratic, oh, It's cool. I was obsessed, especially in humanities and social studies. Cause I'm like, I liked English too. So like, that was really cool that I was able to kind of combine them. Like the freshman that I taught when I was student teaching read the Odyssey, like it, from f- cover to cover. Yeah. It, wow. Freshman in high school. I'm like, I couldn't even like, I read that my freshman year of college. And I was like, like I, I read it know. five minutes before I taught about it. Like, you know, Yeah, I know, literally, but they were like, all about like, well, when Odysseus encountered this um, adventure, like this is what um, was happening. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so it was great because you literally just sit Socratic discussions, literally as you ask a question, you let it run with it. And then you just like guide the conversation, you know? So I really enjoyed that experience. Oh, you so are a good teacher. I, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> so it just was like, I met, was in transition as far as like, okay, well, do I need to go public to a public school? And I didn't want to teach public. I didn't enjoy my student teaching experience with the public school up in Minnesota, at least. And I always thought I would get back in teaching, but then my friend offered me that sales job and I just loved it. And so I moved back here to work sales down here. So how many years have you been doing that sales, the sales job? Five, five, five years. I've been in sales. Okay. So when did you download TikTok? God, when did I download? I downloaded it over a year ago, but like, when I first started picking up, my first viral post was in April. Okay. And then I think we connected in June. Something like that. Or yeah. Something like that. You were like my first, I remember I was super excited because you were my first verified person that <gasps> followed me and like interacted with me. And I, I think I DM'd you first because I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like I've never been like, I'm not a content creator. I don't run in those circles at all. Like, oh, but you are. But now I am apparently, but like, yeah. <laughs> but I just said that was never me. So the fact that like 
you're like, Oh, like, I like your stuff. You're really funny. And then I was like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. And you're like, well, like here's some ideas for you. And then you and I like kind of created a friendship around that. It's been pretty cool to see. Yeah. And I knew I have been telling people this week, especially, did you have something blow up recently? Like in the past week or so? I don't know anymore. I, I really, Betch has reposted me a couple times. Like they've done that a couple times. And I know you have a relationship with them, at least on Twitter. So they're great. The people, the team there is like really good about finding good, like content creators, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like rolling with it. Honestly, I just like post stuff and hope that it sticks. I po- I, I redid a thing with you. I duetted you on TikTok at one of your, yes. the, oh my God, the NSYNC one that's been blowing oh, up. Terrible. Or the NSYNC. NSYNC, I yeah. Can't Did you watch the whole thing where you called Janet Jackson, Michael Janet Jackson's like... Literally mom or something like that yeah. i didn't watch the whole thing because i think if i continued to watch it i would find out where that kid lived and just <laughs> teach him a lesson uh, i just I, I really hate to say it like gen z i like mm-hmm. have a really difficult time with on tiktok because i'm just mm-hmm. like you mm. taught them probably right <laughs> I, I literally did teach them and it's just like yeah. like i had a i had a student because i still sub from time to time and i had a student try, like t- like say this like miraculous thing to me that i was like mm, that's not true where did you learn that and she was like tiktok i'm like it's not a credible source like it's what not, are you doing wikipedia is more credible than tiktok oh <laughs> absolutely i'm just like no i can't do it but um <laughs> The reason I asked if you blew up recently is because when I redid your video, I had friends see that I had duetted with you and they texted me and were like, oh my God, do you know Rod? Like, he's so funny. I, I watch all his stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Rod is blowing up right now. I guess so. Like, I don't, like for me, I'm just seeing it. I've seen people blow up faster. So I'm I'm very anxiety, right? That's like my whole that's part of my niche. Um, I had to look up how to pronounce niche yesterday because I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. We're saying niche. I was saying niche. Me yeah. too. I don't know yeah. if that's like a Chicago thing or like a Midwest thing. It's all good. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I've like, like compare myself so much. I'm like, oh, well, this person is blowing up faster than me and or like take the algorithm, like kick me off and they don't like me anymore. But like, honestly, I think I'm just like having fun with it. And like, I started just posting my TikToks to Reels. Mm-hmm. Cause when my friends told me to, and then that blew up even more. Told you. But one thing I'll find, I find about millennials specifically, and that's probably who's listening is millennials. I think have commitment issues on social media where people are like, I love Rod or like people will even like comment or like DM. I love your stuff, but then they don't follow. So it's just like hard to sell like gauges success there. It's like, yeah, I know Rod. I love his stuff. But then like they don't actually follow or they're not like true, like engagers or like, they just like, like seeing my posts occasionally, you know, like on the FYP or on the reels page. The FYP literally drives me bonkers. Well, you like dig yourself into holes. (laughs) The most random things. Literally. Well, okay. (laughs) Light therapy. My (laughs) light language. My brand is just like, so like take a Venn diagram, for example, and put like six more circles. And like, that's, me like there's like being being a teacher being super ADD like it, like falling into these rabbit holes there's just like so much I probably need yeah. to whittle it down but like the thing sure. about t- I noticed this about TikTok is like the algorithm is almost horrifying how well mm-hmm. it knows like I think it knows me more than I know me oh it, yeah it will send me something and I'll be like okay so now I need to watch more of these people who are digging for exotic clams in <laughs> 
awkward mud and like why oh and like God. and then I just spiral for hours. It's crazy. I have a theory about TikTok and you are have been a content creator for a lot longer than I have. So mm-hmm. you probably can have a better idea. But I have a theory that like there's different subcategories based on like the levels of following. So the fact that you and I interact and the fact that I followed you, you're like a bigger creator. You have like 500 something thousand followers, right? So like under that, there's like other small creators. And now like, I guess I would fall under that. And so then the people who follow me will like be under you. So it's like more of like a family tree situation. No, and no. It's very tough. It's a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid. Yeah, which it's a pyramid is a, scheme. Which it, is another thing I'm obsessed yeah, with. Keep yeah, going. Exactly. So I think at the top of mine, if I was going to put someone at the top of mine, it would be Brittany Broski. Because like, I remember she's the first person I followed and she has like the weirdest humor. So it'd be like her. And then that girl who does the tanning salon videos, I think would be at like the top of my pyramid. Okay. And then like you're falling there, you know, like, so I feel like that's how the FYP works is like the different levels of people that you follow or you interact with. But like, I remember once I, you know, that girl who eats the peppers with the cream cheese blows my mind. Yes. Yeah. She like chews with her mouth open and it's just like, I don't know, but she, I remember I liked one of her videos and then, cause I'm like, Oh, I could like, I've seen people do keto and this doesn't look that bad. I've been interested in trying it. And literally like the like three days I was just keep, like my whole FYP was just keto. Oh yeah. Or people yeah. hating on keto. It was both. I was like, oh, geez. Like- <laughs> the most absurd one, you know, for those of you who are listening who are not in TikTok land. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, we, invite, <laughs> we invite you to join. Just be prepared for two things to happen. One, for you to fall asleep three hours later than you do now because you're going to be scrolling forever. And oh. two, plan on your retinas burning out of your eye sockets. And if you have a real job, plan on quitting. Part-time. Yeah, move, move to part-time. Yeah. <laughs> move to part-time. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in TikTok language, culture, yeah. TikTok culture. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah. You good. say like, are you in blank TikTok? TikTok. Like one yeah. of yeah. my biggest ones is teacher TikTok. Like I'm constantly well, yeah. about that. And like yours would be like millennial TikTok. So like that's yeah. what you say. And that means like you get a lot of these millennial type things or teacher type things coming to your FYP, the For You page. Now, Rod, the most wild one that makes no sense to me that I somehow fell in that I don't know how I got in and cannot get out of lesbian TikTok. Oh, how'd you get there? I couldn't tell you, but I've heard of so many people falling into that though. And these lesbians make me feel like a better man, a better person. They're so yeah. <laughs> they're like supportive. Okay. If we can get even more specific. I'm in old lesbian tiktok so like 50 and up (laughs) they're like like they're like cooking for their wives like these like all vegetable blah 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 meals and i'm just like am i a lesbian (laughs) like i don't know like one woman like made her own shoes i'm like i want to make my own shoes (laughs) i think i'm a lesbian like before you know it i'm gonna trade in my ford and get a subaru outback like it's (laughs) i don't know how i got there what's the weirdest tiktok that you're in I, the weirdest TikTok that I've fell down was for me, I don't think it's specific TikToks. I think it's specific creators. And at first I was really weirded out by it and like got upset at it mm-hmm. was the Texas Beeworks lady. I don't know that one. <gasps> Immediately after this show, once we're done, I'm going to like, I want to sit on it with you and see your reaction. Um, oh God. Okay. Okay. But, so she literally, she's a beekeeper. And what she does is she like goes to compost and yep, goes to I like, fell down it. Yes. Yep. And at first I was like, this woman is psycho. Cause she's like this cute little blonde, literally her hair is always done. Yeah. Like she's wearing sleeveless tank top. She's like going to save the bees today. And it's like, who, like, who are we going to save? And she's scooping them up literally <laughs> with her hand with, with no hand. glove. She's like, and then I, and then she dumps them. She like, just shakes them off. She doesn't get stung or anything. 
and th- so now it's one of the most satisfying TikToks oh, to fall down for me. Do you know what I'm the like, most oh, satisfying woman. is for me that she does? I love when she just shows the hive and she's like, find the queen. And I'm just like, I love, I'm like like looking at the screen. I'm like, where's the queen? Like I literally, I, because of her, I can go on to any beehive and I could probably find, do you see when she puts the queen in the little clip? Oh yeah. in the little clipper. I love that. My mom put that, my mom put that clip in her hair growing up like that. So literally I think now I remember I was walking by like a bee or something and I'm like, that's not a queen. So it's just like, now I'm like, that's like, TikTok has changed my life. That's a peasant bee. It's a peasant. That's a, that's a peasant bee. That's a servant oh, bee. I have yeah. fallen down that. I've, I'm on farmer TikTok too. Yes. I'm on chicken TikTok. I'm on a lot of weird shit. There was, I remember there was one that I fell down where it was like birthing a cow TikTok where like people had like their hand up a cow's butt, like pulling out the baby. And like, so I, I think it would be okay? her vagina <laughs> just yeah. so oh, we well, could do that, anatomy together. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true but to me i was just like what like as you're scrolling all you see is this person's hand just like up to here um my sister sends me the best stuff um i oh i felt on redhead tiktok but they call it ginger tiktok i'll legally call it redhead tiktok though so i don't offend anyone i actually um, love when you do that too like you'll yeah. post your own video about your job and then you'll say yeah. in the comments before anybody else legally i love my job <laughs> like for i do love my job i do like my job and that's the thing i think people's dreams were shattered because i did like a q a on instagram once where people were like what do you do for work i'm like well i actually don't work in corporate i work for a startup and people got like legitimately Wait, upset. shut up what did they say yeah they were like I can't believe that like you are claiming to be something that you're not. And I'm like, like literally like it's kind of core, like startups are kind of corporate. Like I get the, like you guys are relating to what I'm saying. Like, what's the big deal? But like, they like, people got upset. I don't know if I lost followers, but we don't care. We don't care about numbers. We care about content. Care about content and having a good time. Sometimes I stress out about the algorithm, but you know, this is TikTok. I think likes that. You know what? I think TikTok loves that. I think TikTok loves that for you specifically. Anxiety. They know I have anxiety. So what um, are they doing? They're gonna... <laughs> a million. Okay. Now what I do yeah. love, I love, I do love when you talk about work and I mm-hmm. love how you relate it to like being an adult. How old are you, by the way? If you don't mind me asking. 30. 30. I'm 30. Okay. 31. Mm-hmm. Hey girl. Oh, um, nice. We're middle millennial. Oh yeah. We are. We are. Hey, which is probably the best kind. Yes, Just, exactly. We get both. Like we, we can be el- a little elder, but like we get re- we can relate. For I think sure. being teachers too, like we'll always want to relate and we'll always want to stay young. Which is probably why we have issues Social with studies. algorithm. Yes. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I I um I really like the stuff that you do about work too, but I'm even more than that. I love when you do things about millennials and nostalgia. Like I love when you're doing stuff about 90s throwbacks. Yeah. You literally, I watch mm-hmm. your stuff and I'm like, yes, this, it's it's you and this other girl who like whips out old teen magazines, like Teen Vogue and stuff from like 92. Oh, um, yeah. Retro Avocado. Yeah, love, love, yes. love, love. Yeah, she's great, yeah. Let me ask you, mm-hmm. um, when you are on TikTok, when did you start to figure out that like this and this are what work for me? And because I, I, I used to watch you make videos and then I saw, oh, now he's doubling down on work and millennialness. Yeah. So I think that's the thing is TikTok, you'll any tips page or any like con like content expert you follow on TikTok. Cause at the end of the day, everyone is wanting to grow. You know, like that's then you can say what you want. You want to have fun, that's great, but people want to grow. Unless you're um, a lurker. Unless you're a lurker, exactly. Unless you're user one, two, nine, seven, seven nine. five, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um 
which someone today, there was one of those users commented, is that a new shirt? And I said, it was. I legit had the, got the shirt today. It's the first time I was wearing it. I said, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, go watch, please. No, exactly, please. Yes. So fall down your TikTok hole. Um, so, oh, so the, I thought, I'm like, okay, my niche is going to be people working from home. Easy. And so that's what I was posting. Like when we first started engaging, and it, like it was a couple things would like get some traction, but then once I started throwing in the nostalgia with it and that like anxiety. So it's, I guess if I had to put a name on my niche, it's millennials who with anxiety who work from home, listening to the music of their childhood. <laughs> like that's my niche. On. <laughs> and that's what that's, I think the more specific I got, the further I went. But like, I think for me, and sorry if you're going to ask this or like if I'm talking too much. No, no, no. You're, up, this but, is great. Uh, um, so I growing up and this is why I wanted to be a teacher as well. I was really bullied, severely bullied, um, which I know you've probably seen some of my posts from giving back with uh, by the time this launches, it won't be active. So, but I'm doing a merch drop um, and giving all the proceeds back. When, to, when, does it, when does it end? It ends tomorrow, which is oh. the, fifth, or the fourth. Yeah. So okay. by the time this gets out, probably won't be, but I'm going to do another one. So if you follow, follow me, I'll be uh, doing more, but yeah. So like I was bullied. I was really overweight. And that's like, not to say that there was just confidence issues that I had. I didn't play sports. I like was like a pretty good student, but I didn't really assert myself. And so I just didn't like have a friend group that I really fell into. I was in like school plays and musicals, but that's just like theater kids are like a different breed, you know? Um, and so I didn't have like a social life. So what I did was I dove into music and I really enjoyed listening to music. And I remember my first iPod I got for like three years, every gift, every Christmas and birthday, I asked for like iTunes gift cards back when you had to buy music yep. and buy videos. And there was only like 99 cents or sometimes 59 cents, depending on the song. And so I just started like loading up my iPod or downloading from LimeWire, you know, yeah. um, as we all do, as we all do. And like going home and listening to music and working on my MySpace and like writing, uploading pictures or writing whatever. So then I've like, when I transferred over to Spotify in college, or whenever I did that, I started like making these playlists of like nostalgic things. And so that's what I went back to for my TikTok. I started playing these nostalgic songs and I'm like, oh, I should put this Cascada. Like everyone knows the songs so yes. put it in a video. And that was my first one that blew up. So then next I did Jesse McCartney blew up next. I did Fergie blew up. I did pop lock and drop it. So then I kept going. And then there's even these songs that people are like, I thought I was the only person that listened to the song where I felt the same way. Like no one else around me was listening to this music. I thought I was the only one. And then now I just feel more seen. So it's kind of cool that like people who were in the same, like when I posted that video about me being bullied, if you go through the comments, people are like literally the same exact story. And I thought I was alone. So it's like cool at this point in my life to kind of see that I wasn't the only one going through it at that point in, in time. So. And yeah. I think what the thing is that people don't understand is no matter who you become, like you hold on to the baggage too. Like I, like it, it's, it's, it becomes a part of you that will yeah. never leave. Like you can grow from it, but it'll always be there. Like I made a post yeah. recently. I played when I grow up, I want to be famous. Yeah, Pussy right. does. Yeah. So I played that song, but it was like me, like sipping my coffee. And it was like, this is my song that I dedicate to my hate to my high school bullies. And I posted it. And then I post like, Sometimes when I have things that I kind of like want to be to a specific audience, I'll like reshare it to my all my 
personal pages where I know it's like mm-hmm. people from my high school and stuff. Like if I do something from my town that I grew up in or something like that, I'll post it there. So that what I posted there. And I was shocked at how many people started commenting on it that I went to high school with. And one girl wrote, I had no idea that you were bullied in high school. You came across as a kid. I used to look at you and think you were friends with everybody. And it just, ma- it, yeah. yeah, it like, it hits you because it's like, yeah. When I look at an 18 year old and then I think of myself as a young 18 year old who had like no one. And then people just like looked at me and were like, oh, he's everyone loves him. But really, there's all this shit going on like that doesn't leave you. And I think even though we're older in our 30s now, being able to do this on TikTok and like connect with people and like put our shit out there in a humorous way is the definition of cathartic. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. There's even people, there was someone today that said, oh my God, I didn't recognize you. Cause I was in 2015, I think five years ago, well, six years ago, I lost over a hundred pounds. So like I was a completely different person and someone was like, oh my God, like I didn't even recognize you. That's so cool to see how you've grown. And I'm like, okay, like we had seven classes together and it's like, you probably don't even remember my name, you know, but it's like, just so crazy to see people kind of bring me it back. Or there's this one girl that I was like cool with in high school who found me on tiktok we dm'd each other she does cosplay which is that's another tiktok to fall oh, down <laughs> I, trust TikTok. me i have <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty easy one to fall down but so but she she said the same thing she's like i had no idea i just thought you were like a nice guy i was i was on prom court my junior year but i went home alone that didn't mean anything you know so i think people just always assume that someone's okay so i think that being said be kind to everyone you know you never know what someone's going through as teachers you see that too and I- I really love that you decided to do that with the beanies. Your beanies that you were selling, 100% of the proceeds go back to bullying. Everything that programs. I'm taking in. So okay. like the manufacturing and all that, obviously. Yes, the yes. Companies keep, but everything, I'm not keeping a penny myself. And it's going, uh, we, what, what organization specifically? Yeah, Love is Louder. Um, I love yeah, which it. Is a, yeah, it's actually, it's funny. It's Brittany Snow helped start it. I don't know if she's still a part of it, but like that's another thing. Like Brittany Snow's, she's been acting forever. She was like a child actor, you know, she's yeah. like beautiful, like was in pitch perfect and she's very talented, but she started cause she was bullied. It's like, what? Like Britney Snow was bullied. Like this, like beautiful, like face that we see on the big screen is someone who, who went through the same thing as us. So I think that's kind of cool, but this one is great too. Cause it treats both sides. It just like educates everyone on bullying, like the bullies and the people who are being bullied, you know? So it's like suicide prevention and all of that kind of falls but also just like educating to be kind. Cause I think it's both sides. Like the bullies are go- as we, as teachers, we know and the teachers who are listening, like bullies are going through it too. And there's a reason why they're doing it, you know? So why not try to step in and help at the beginning rather than later on. Now, I know you're saying that you're going to bring this back and potentially do it again. Um, mm-hmm. If you do do it again, I need to get my hands on one of the beanies that say, are you mad at me? Yes. That was literally middle school me to my core still is to everyone 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 are you mad at me 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 like i just have to know and i have to know right right now yes that was my personal favorite one i launched two one is are you mad at me and then other one was it's the anxiety for me so next (laughs) round i'm actually gonna do i'm gonna do long sleeve tees um but with the same the same two designs so there'll be an are you mad at me one you can get but that's another one that i did the other day that someone who that I always thought I was alone in is just having an irrational fear of annoying everyone. Like no matter what I'm doing, like even like when our computer was breaking up just now, 
I thought I was annoying you. I'm like, this is annoying. Like, but I like oh now God, I know I how thought, to process it. But I literally <laughs> thought I was annoying you. Like I thought, I thought yeah. we were going to come back and you're going to be like, Hey, I'm like out of time. And, like the computer shut now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Rod, honestly, I, I, what people don't realize is there's these conversations that I have on the podcast that people are like real and like you, I meet people and sometimes we get along great while we're on the podcast and sometimes we don't, but I genuinely respect you so much. Oh, and I'm, you. I'm glad that we have a blooming friendship going on here. So yes. thank you so much for coming on today. It's yeah. been really wonderful. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited too. My, it's funny, my sister, cause I, I've been, yeah, like I said, we've been like messaging and like emailing and it's on Instagram and TikTok since June and Thanksgiving, I was with my sister and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be on a couple podcasts. She's like, which one? And then I'm going to say like, oh, I'm going to be on Mr. D Times podcast. And she's like, slam the table. She's like, I love him. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like we've been like uh, internet friends for like months. And she was so upset that like I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, so she's going to be I. so excited. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I will. She's, she's so excited that I'm going to be on here. Now, before you go, I tell mm-hmm. everyone to do this because I only have people on here who I actually like. I'm never going to bring my fans bullshit. But where can they consume more of you and find more of what you do? And do you have anything cool coming up that we might be able to give us a little peek behind the curtain? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, it's the same content on both. And I, as millennials, I understand millennials like the idea of TikTok, but they don't want to download TikTok because we have commitment issues. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you can find the same things on Instagram and TikTok is just me.rod. And then Twitter is my alt where I get a little bit more sassy. Yes. Um, it's <laughs> just me underscore rod. Um, try to keep it easy. Um, but stuff I'm working on, I... There's this creator that I really respect and she probably thinks that I'm like creepy AF just because like I talk about her in every podcast, but she just does it so well. Have you seen her? It's Taylin is her name on TikTok, but she does the tanning videos. Like she's in a tanning salon. It's like point of view. So it's Jen Nicole is her name on TikTok. Okay. Um, So this big trend on TikTok is to do something called point of view or POV. Yeah. It's like a lot of actors do it where they can like kind of show off their talents and their comedic skills by writing a script almost. So what she does is she does like, it was just, I don't know, for me, there's just so many girls went to high school with, and this was such like an uh, early 2000s thing was when tanning really started coming about like tanning beds and all that. So she, her thing is that she's a manager at a tanning salon and you're walking in and she just has like the biggest attitude, which every girl who worked at a tanning salon had an attitude. So it just, it really fit the mold. So I would love to do that um, with, Either I'm thinking Hollister or Hot Topic. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. Here's the thing. You have my contact information. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't contact me when that is able to be duetted, if I'm not the first to duet those point of view videos. Will you do it? Okay. Will I do it? I'll be That's what I'm fearful if of. I just that... find it on my FYP and you didn't tell me first. Like, I... Okay, Joe, I'll send it to you immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my issue is like, I'm just having a fear that I'm... And what do I have to lose, you know, by doing it? But I'm going to do it and it's absolutely going to flop. People are like, do it, do it, but no one's going to duet it. With those ones, you have to get people to actually duet it. Um, but I'm leaning more towards Hollister because I could never shop there. But I just remember like everyone i'm like the super tight polos the loud music the cologne uh, how, and how many polos did you large. have on you popped on two, all three collars yes. three yes you're sweating <laughs> profusely um and i remember going to old navy because old navy started like putting after hollister and Abercrombie started 
putting logos on their polo they started like putting their little logo on so my i remember my mom tried once it was she's so sweet um to embroider the bird the hollister bird on one uh, of my polos so i could like try to fit in oh my god just, that only fit the old baby yeah <laughs> that yeah i'm like choked up i can't go any further yeah. with it like that is that is like that is that is a mom Oh yeah, that's my mom. Yeah, I love absolutely. her. What's your mom's yeah. first name? You Amber. don't have okay. Literally, uh, Amber doesn't know it yet, but she's also my mom. So there's oh, that. You guys well, get I, along great. I yeah. do love my mom, so I guess I have two. You do, yeah. You always, your mom when you. I think it was back when we first started following each other. You posted like, um, oh, my mom also has our dog's ashes that passed away <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> In 2010, our dog passed away. His ashes are still in our home. Because she's like, well, not everyone has been together to spread them. I'm like, yes, we have. It's been 10 years. We've all been home to spread them. And she legit, people will come over and be like, oh, they'll see like old toys in the garage or something. And they'll be like, all right, they'll be like, oh, do you have a dog? And my mom will We'll be like, no, like before, before my mom, he's like, no, we don't have a dog. And my mom goes, yeah, he was, our dog was murdered. She says it's like a traumatic <laughs> experience um, by another dog. And so, but, so she would tell the whole story and then she goes, do you want to see him? And she'll pull out the box and then the plastic bag that's in the box. And I'm like, okay. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> let me tell you what, just what do you do spread the ashes? Because we did spread the ashes and it was that dog died in like 2006. So I'll <laughs> they're older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that dog understands the humor that you're putting on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but like literally when you go to spread the ashes, they're not what you expect. Like <laughs> I and I will let you go on this. Oh God. <laughs> she wants us to do it at the pond that he liked in our you neighborhood. Must. I'm like, I'm like, that's a man-made pond, first of all. And people live there. It's like people's yards. Like, we're not going to go and spend <laughs> long. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> and you're going to document it all. Um, Rod, thank you so much for coming on. It's been yes. awesome having you on the Social Studies Podcast. You guys, so stop what fun. you're doing. Press pause. Pull the car over. Whatever you got to do. You're going to go follow <laughs> Rod. You're going to do it right now. You're going to tell him that Joe sent you so that he knows you're an OG. Jeez, and that's how geez. this is going to go. Rod, thank you. You're the best. Thanks yes, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you guys, thanks so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. Listen, if you're still listening, do me a favor. Go on to whatever you're listening and leave a review. Subscribe and leave a review. I love reading those reviews. They're the best. And if you want to keep the podcast going, hey, if you can become a Patreon member, I'd super appreciate that. You're going to get all that bonus content and some secret surprises along the way. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Become a Patreon member. Support the podcast because that is how the podcast keeps going from viewers like you. Hey, I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week. Bye. Try to catch me howling at the moon.